Hey, hello, and what's up, bosses? Welcome back to another episode of How to Boss with yours truly, KB. I hope that everybody had, is having, and will have a wonderful and prosperous January because we are in full swing to some amazing things that are happening. Quick, quick, quick little thing here. I just want to finally give a shout out to the Congress for doing something right this year so far. Um, Making the motion to impeach Trump, probably one of the best things that I've heard so far since the storm on our nation's capital. I'm really hoping that this continues to grow and move in the right direction. Yes, we know he's technically out of the office on January the 20th when President-elect Joe Biden will be there. However, we can catch our victories or we can find them, okay? 2020 was a crappy year. So we can find wins even if there's only a couple of days left in them. Um, But that's just my quick little intro. But you guys are not here to hear me talk about politics. You are here because I promise you some juicy virtual assistant material. And that is exactly what I plan on delivering for you all today. So obviously you read the title you are here because you want to know how to become and stay a relevant virtual assistant now obviously we have gone through some things and the virtual assistant industry is beginning to grow it's starting to flourish and a lot of people are starting to find value in us However, there are a lot of people who don't know how to become one and would be absolutely fantastic in this industry. So that's what I'm going to go over today in this episode. Please make sure if you haven't already that you're following me on Instagram, which is K-A-E underscore consulting and also on Twitter with the exact same tag. And let's jump right into this episode. So I'm just going to jump right in today, guys, because I really want to hit you all with usable tools, tips and information that will assist you in your virtual assistance business. Now, for those of you who are not interested in becoming a virtual assistant, don't worry. A lot of these tips would be very beneficial for really anybody who is interested in working from home or anyone who is already working from home. So let's start with number one, the most obvious thing the pandemic hit and most of these jobs can be done from home. This obviously, look, I know that we are so tired of hearing about the coronavirus. We're tired of talking about it. We're tired of having to deal with it. I know. However, guys, it's really important that we capitalize on the cards that we've been dealt. And when COVID-19 hit us in 2020, which is still a very interesting way to number it, you know, but I guess COVID-20 wouldn't sound any better. (laughs) But regardless of that, when it hit, a lot of people were not able to work at their job. Uh, excuse me in their buildings right so a lot of us started doing zoom calls we utilized FaceTime a lot of people downloaded tango for our Android users who are out there so many video chatting and video conferencing apps and websites exploded because of the coronavirus but something else exploded as well the realization that half of the stuff that we are in person for we don't have to be there for And a lot of companies may or may not agree, but it has been tremendously wonderful. I know 
to some people to be able to just do their meetings right from home. Obviously, you got a nice shirt on up top and you got your fuzzy pants on the, um, on the bottom. Or if you were able to, you were able to get all your work done while still watching your kids, being there for family members and taking care of things around the home. And everything was still able to float around. Now, obviously, once the coronavirus is over and dealt with and with a handle on it and all that good stuff that they promise us is going to be, it may change. Work productivity may increase. People might have to start going back to certain jobs. Obviously, not every single job can be done from home. But a lot of the positions that some people were having that was taking up time and space in an office, we may not need to do that anymore. So that's really, really important for virtual assistants who are saying, hey, I've been doing this. Working from home has been my life or I have always wanted to work from home anyway. So now that I have a shot at doing it forever, I'm totally okay with it. So that's something that you should really keep in mind, in my opinion, <laughs> because, you know, as a virtual assistant, I have a little bit of grounds of saying that when you can work from home, it helps the business so much because that's some uh, insurance fees they get to cut out on. It also saves you time, energy, and effort because, again, waking up and starting your work is a lot easier than having to wake up, make breakfast, take a shower, get dressed, drive into work. That commute, sometimes you don't feel like it. It's, it's bleh. So that's one reason why becoming a virtual assistant is so important. The second reason is... Again, working from home has major benefits. How many parents, or not even if you are a human parent, what if you have a dog or a kitty or whatever pet owner parent that you might be, how many times have you dreaded having to go into work because you didn't wanna leave a sick baby behind? Or how many times, and you know, sick babies count for spouses too, how many times was your husband or your wife not feeling well and you had to go into work wondering, hoping, and wishing that they were okay. Now, if you become a virtual assistant, I'm not saying that you're gonna be able to watch over them hand and foot. What I'm saying is that you have easier access to being there with them. Not only that, but working from home, it gives you opportunities to feel comfortable taking breaks. I can tell you guys, when I was working in an office, I absolutely hated hated taking a break because I knew that it didn't matter where I went, I would still have to go right back to the job. And if you only get an hour, and I know an hour is a stretch for some people, you have to leave the job to go get your food if you didn't bring your food from home. Then that driving time, then you have to wait for your food, then you get your food and then you still have to drive back. Like it just doesn't make you feel like you're taking a break at all, which again encourages burnout. And that burnout makes you not want to or motivate you to do the best work that you can. But now that you're home, you can eat your food, you can take a nap, wake up whenever you need to, and you don't have to worry about the hustle and bustle of traffic and waiting and all that stuff. So working from home is amazing in that sense. The third reason why becoming a virtual assistant is so important is because it's an easy part-time job for some people. I know there are some people out there, even if you are few and far in between, I know that there are a lot of people who really enjoy going to the office. Working from home has been driving them crazy. They can't wait till stuff opens up again so they can get away from the house. Not because they hate the people that they live with, but it is nice sometimes to have a break from that. So for those people who enjoy the opportunities of working at home, being at 
or excuse me, becoming a virtual assistant part-time is so, so wonderful because that's extra income coming in for you. It also provides you more opportunities to network and meet other people. And most importantly, it also gives you a chance to give you some options. Maybe you didn't think that your jobs or your value to the business would be worth anything if you weren't there. But now you're learning, hey, I can do all of this plus some in my own house as a part-time gig and charge maybe a little bit more because of my skill set. Sign me up. So that's what I'm here to help you do. Sign up for that. So those are my top four reasons as to why becoming a virtual assistant is so important. A quick recap for you. When the pandemic hit, a lot of companies realized that the jobs that they've been forcing people to come into every single day could easily be done and maybe sometimes even faster with more motivation to get it done could be, could be completed right there in your own home. The second thing is working from home has major benefits. Any parent will tell you, I cannot believe how easy it was for me to watch my kid and do my job. That's a quote from some random mom on Pinterest, I'm sure. Granted, I know that the kiddos can be a lot to deal with, but it's so much harder when you can't be there versus when you can be there. The third reason why becoming a virtual assistant is so important is because it is an easy part-time job for the people who don't want to give up their jobs in corporate America or who are absolutely okay working um, or commuting back and forth to go to work. It's still a great opportunity to build your skills, network, and to just have some extra income. And the fourth and final reason why becoming a virtual assistant is so important is because it's great for developing your skills before you launch a big business. Guys, if you are someone who is interested in owning and working and doing your own thing, the absolute best thing you can do is start off working with or with, excuse me, working with or for somebody else. Other people have absolutely no problem hiring somebody on for a couple of hours a day, maybe even a couple of hours a week just to do some bare minimum things. But that bare minimum, that extra $20, $30 could go a long way, especially right now during a pandemic. So if you like those reasons and you're like, mm, I want to know more, how does this help me? What does this do? Then make sure you stay listening because on the next segment, I'm going to be explaining how you become and how you stay relevant as a virtual assistant. So I'll be right back. everybody this is the third and final round let's get it done so in the first segment we talked about why becoming a virtual assistant is so important in this segment I'm going to be explaining to you what you can do to become a virtual assistant and or how to stay relevant as a virtual assistant for those of you who do not know my story I'll give you a quick quick overview I started off as a virtual assistant back in 2018 part-time and now I am full-time running and operating my own business in the comfort of my own home as a virtual assistant to now four amazing clients. How did I do that? I started off on Upwork. Upwork is, oh by the way I have to say this, this is not a sponsored podcast. Upwork probably has no idea that I'm even talking about them today. 
except for when I tagged them on Twitter to hopefully get them to share it. <laughs> but Upwork was where I started. It was fun, easy, and it made finding jobs so simple. And now that they have updated and done so many different things to their website, it is even more simple. Um, I can honestly say that if it was not for Upwork helping me get my foot through the door, I definitely would not have had or been able to connect with some of the wonderful people that I'm working with right now. So if you are interested, you can use the tips that I'm about to give you to go on Upwork.com, start your profile and get going. So the number one way to become and stay relevant as a virtual assistant is update your resume. Now, this is just as much of a tip for you guys as it is for me because I have done a lot since 2018 and I don't think that my resume currently reflects it to the best of its abilities. The reason why I was able to get away with this is because I created a video portfolio. In that video that is currently on my YouTube channel, I talked directly to my clients. I told them exactly what I could offer them. I gave them strict, easy to follow videos excuse me, pictures. And because of that, it was able to be that icebreaker, that first person introduction. And I guarantee you that because I did not update my resume, but I did that portfolio, the video version of it, it helped me boost my clientele tenfold in my opinion. And yes, I do have four clients currently, but that does not include the number of proposals that were sent to me via Upwork because of the video that people had access to. So again, update that resume and or if you are trying to show off your skills as a graphic designer or if you are interested in taking a leap and testing your videos and talking in front of a camera, I highly recommend creating a video portfolio. It will help you so, 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 so much. And you don't have to have crazy camera equipment. Please don't go buy a Nikon or a Canon camera right now. Just do it from your phone. If you have an iPad, do it with your iPad. I would even go so far as to say, do it from a webcam. Obviously you want the quality to look good, but guys, come on, we're paying thousands of dollars for these phones. The least you could do is utilize that camera. Or if you have a good friend, make sure they're COVID tested, social distance correctly, and make sure they can help you or maybe send it to them and get some feedback and tips on that. Second way to become and stay relevant as a VA is to build the skills that you're weak at. I push skill training. That is the foundation of what makes a great virtual assistant. You have to keep your skills up. Things are always changing. It seems like Instagram, what? Instagram is changing their algorithm every other week or so. YouTube algorithm is absolutely crazy. Facebook algorithm, absolutely crazy. Hashtags probably work, but sometimes they don't because we're so accustomed to using hashtags on Instagram and Twitter and not on Facebook, but all of it plays a role. And so if you, for example, are interested in becoming a social media content manager, then you need to learn and you need to study social media. It's changing every day. So luckily for you, you're always going to have information and you're always going to have tips that are tried and true, but you're also going to have to build those skills to keep you ahead of the game diversify your portfolio, get the skills that you don't necessarily feel good with. I'm a part of a couple of virtual assistant groups on Facebook, which is kind of another sneak, sneak peek as to another one of my tips, 
but I will say that in that group, we had an opportunity to talk about what we were good at and what we wanna work on. And I think a lot of people wanted to work on tech. Tech isn't going anywhere. I will say it again, tech is not going anywhere. If anything, tech at this level is at its most basic form. There's absolutely no telling how far we are going to travel when it comes to technology. So if you don't have a handle on it now, you will be left behind or you will be spending a whole bunch of time, energy, effort, and possibly money trying to catch up. So please make sure that you stay relevant by working on your weak skills. Obviously play to your strengths, but build those weaknesses. Third tip, work with the companies that will train you. I had the benefit of working with a company who is taking the time out and investing into me as a person because we all know that some people are going to work with a company until the day they go off and other people are probably only going to be there for a little bit of time but no matter how long you plan on dedicating your energy to this company it is so beneficial to have them invest in you and they're out there I promise you if you do what I said in my last podcast episode and align your business values with what you're looking for with your clients, then I guarantee you, you will find the clients that are willing to train you and build you up. And don't be afraid to ask those questions. Say, hey, I've never done this, but I see you guys do that. I want to learn more. And I may change how you do it to fit my needs, but at the end of the day, it is still a skill that I need to learn for myself. And I want to build my resume and my portfolio so I can look more attractive professionally to other clients in the future. So if you have a company that is willing to take that chance and train you, obviously it's a give and take. If you know how to do something really, really well and they're looking for that, then you now have a chance to say, hey, I'm doing this and I see that you guys are doing that. So if you help me, I scratch your back, you scratch my back and now no one's got itches, okay? Okay, <laughs> so now my fourth tip is to, is to start off small. I'm taking a breath on this one because it's important that you understand. Starting off small is going to help you tremendously as a VA, as someone who might want to start their own business one day, or just in general. When you start off small, that just means you work with clients that maybe are not demanding so much so soon, so intensely. When I first started, I had one client who needed me less than 10 hours a week, was paying me a pretty decent rate, and I was happy. Those rates and those numbers are so good and they're so helpful, but you have to make sure that you are being respectful of your own time and your own energy so you don't burn out. And believe me, I know. Sometimes you feel like you really want to do something and then you start doing it and you're like, nope, this is not for me. And that's perfectly fine. But you still made a professional contract with this one client. The least you could do is finish it out. So I usually recommend for VA starting out, if you're going to start off on Upwork or any other freelancing website, I recommend 
maybe no more than 10 to 15 hours a week. 15 hours is extremely pushing it, but if you are very, very comfortable and let's say you love designing websites or you absolutely enjoy making graphics, then fine. You can maybe do 15 hours a week, but if you are someone who has mostly been focusing on customer service and sending really beautiful emails for a very long time, you might wanna just do 10 hours a week. That way it gives you a chance to introduce yourself to the company and it also gives them a chance to see what your skill set is so they can put you in other places in the future okay so it can get hectic out here don't bite off more than you can chew take it easy my fifth tip is to be okay with lower prices starting off now I know there are a bunch of life coaching mentoring business CEO pushers who would probably disagree with me but I will say this one thing that my generation as millennial, one thing that we get told all the time is that we are the generation of entitlement. We want it and we don't care how we get it. We just want, want, want without working for it, which I can understand that being on one side of the spectrum. I also see it being more Gen Z, but that's just my opinion. We can have generational conversations later. No shade, no foul to anyone. But on the flip side of being a millennial, there's a lot of us who don't mind doing the grunt work for a little bit of money. Now, when I say a little bit of money, I mean do not commit to any contract of someone paying you only four to eight dollars an hour just for you to spend your entire life building a website, creating templates, redesigning their Canva branding kit. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. When I say be okay with lower prices, I mean usually most people start off charging about $50 an hour, but they have no experience. They have no recommendations. They have no tutorials, testimonials. They have absolutely no portfolio. It's a little weird if you have nothing and you're just demanding a very, very high rate right now when you don't even know what your skill set is. So I would recommend starting off with the things that you number one know how to do without a shadow of a doubt, and be okay catching maybe $15, $16 an hour just to get your feet wet. And by getting your feet wet, I mean this could be a contract that lasts maybe no more than three to five months. But during those three to five months, you are building, you are getting your skill set. Again, they might be training you and all of that stuff is gonna add that value and allow you to push that hourly or that package rate up. So please don't come out the gate saying yes because I've been on social media my whole life clearly I can be a social media manager and I want you to pay me $65 an hour for maybe less than five hours a week that's not going to get you anywhere I promise you be reasonable be smart and take your time and my sixth and final tip that I just did for myself which I wish I had done sooner I had someone tell me about it before is join VA groups there are hundreds of them out there. I am currently, hmm, I think I'm about four groups in, and one of the groups is actually how I found one of my clients. So connect, connect, connect. Find people that are doing what you're doing, or at least within the same realm of what you're doing, and I guarantee you, you will find the connections that you need to keep those. First of all, they'll keep you motivated. A lot of the people, I'm mostly dominantly, excuse me, I am predominantly involved with female groups because my niche market is for women. However, if you are a man listening and you are interested in becoming a virtual assistant, because yes, they are, are out there, all props and respect to you. They are so, so helpful. 
with these groups. Join them, talk to them, ask them questions. There are people who have been doing VA for 10 years. And in my opinion, I don't think it was really that popular 10 years ago. But again, 10 years ago, I wasn't in the workforce. So I have absolutely no idea. I will say that the groups are very beneficial because again, they connect you with other people. They motivate you to keep going. And it's a great way to ask questions and say, hey, I don't know a thing about honey books. Can someone who is a honey book expert help me up honey? <laughs> and all of those things can come to you if you join the right groups. So quick recap, because you know, that's what I love to do. Update your resume. Or if you really want to go the extra mile, make and create a video portfolio. You are welcome for the tip. Number two, build the skills that you are weak at. Don't just play only to your strengths. Put them forward, but don't let your weaknesses fall back and give you a weak backbone. Make sure you're standing strong and testing those skills and learning the things that you don't know how to do. Number three, work with the companies that will train you training is important you're never going to get away from it and the more people can utilize a learner's mentality the better off they will be number four start off small don't bite off more than you can chew because becoming a virtual assistant can become very very hectic if you are not careful so make sure that you take your time and be okay with that number five accept lower prices just starting off guys lower prices in a reasonable common sense manner don't do 50 hours a month or 50 hours a week only getting paid $11 an hour this industry is in high demand now so if you have the skill set and you have what it takes definitely boost your rates but don't go crazy and expect wonderful opportunities to just fall in your lap you have to be reasonable and number six join the groups that are doing and supporting the same things that you are so those are all the tips that I have for you guys today. I really hope that for anyone who wants to become a virtual assistant, I hope these tips were helpful to get you started. And for anyone who has been a virtual assistant for a minute, but you've been struggling getting clients, I do hope that these tips are beneficial for you. I want to hear from you guys. Make sure you're following me on all social media platforms. On Facebook, it's at the how to boss all lowercase no spaces or punctuations on twitter it's k underscore consulting the same as it is on instagram you guys take care and i will be back with you guys next week take care